I can't tell when Anchor's recording. It just goes black, and I know I I've been looking, guys. I until I can do this podcast in a more production environment, like a more like a studio setup, and have time to edit it and stuff. I've been looking for better software. I haven't found it yet. So. Uh, this is just super convenient and easy, and. Uh, Sometimes you get what you pay for. This is Judith Aiko. You're listening to Mad Love. I was complaining. I'm not any longer. What's good? Sorry about yesterday. But you guys know Wednesdays are hard for me to podcast. I stack everything on Wednesdays and I also work. And by the time I get to uh, thinking about it, it's already one o'clock. And so, I don't know. And I have to find a place to... to uh, vibe and be able to do it and you know my mom was in a good mood yesterday so I might have been able to do it but it's just challenging you never know where dementia is going to take us so um this twitch guy what do you guys think about that I mean I I don't understand what people are doing I don't understand how people are living their lives and I get that people put on facades and personas um and I'm sorry. There's so much help out there. If you are feeling suicidal, and listen, I'm not a person who is—I don't even know how to say this in a, you know, a way that's politically correct. So I'm not going to. Um, I, I understand not wanting to be here anymore. I understand, like, whoa, I could do something else. I don't understand it when you have kids, though. It seems a little self-absorbed to go shoot yourself uh, when you have three little kids. Um, but, you know, I, I I have had suicidal thoughts at times in my life. Uh, and, I, and I understand not being so married to this particular, um, you know, brand of, of existing. I don't know why I'm so cavalier about it. Uh, I don't, I'm not encouraging anybody to take their own lives. Listen, I'm encouraging people to do what I did, which is figure out how to make this particular life work for you and to be the best possible version of yourself that you can for people. And I understand that that's not always easy. And I think if you need help, you should go get it. Um, I just, I feel bad for his children. That's all. I mean, they're, they're little and they'll always feel like they were never enough to make him want to keep living. Listen, I've had a mom since I was in high school. My mom would say to me regularly, oh, I just wish I could be dead. Oh, I just want to die. It's a horrible feeling to be the child of someone who uh, talks about dying all the time. You know, and I was 14, 15 years old and it just stunned me. You know, and she still says it occasionally. Uh, She's kind of let up on it lately. But she used to say it almost every day for the last year. And it was just like, I understand that you're not happy. And I understand that that this age was not something you planned for. But, you know, it's just a horrible thing to say to someone who loves you uh, and who's giving up their lives for you that you are you just want to die. I just wish the Lord would take me in my sleep. Okay, you know great what do I do with that and then people like that's part of her dementia I was like she's been saying this since I was in high school though so that's why I feel bad for his children it's it's just it's a horrible thing to hear like 
you know, I can't imagine what it would be like if, if my mom had actually gone off somewhere and harmed herself to death. I mean, how that would have made me feel, because I know the words, I want to die, are horrible. They just feel horrible. So anyway, uh, I'm sorry that he was suffering in silence. I've seen his videos and stuff on TikTok, and when I was on TikTok, but also on Instagram, they looked happy. He looked, you know, um, I don't understand. And I think that's the, that's the part, uh uh-oh, sorry, excuse me. I think that's the part that's always befuddling. I mean, I don't know if he was just extremely depressed on the side. I don't know. I don't know him. I've never met him. I understand the desire to not be so attached to this experience because it's not always great. And I understand that. Um, Obviously, he, he was suffering and people didn't know. And I'm sorry for that. But I also feel tremendously terrible for his children. And I hope that there's peace in his spirit now, you know, um, and I'm not a psychologist, so I'm not going to be the person to lead this discussion. I'm not encouraging people to harm themselves. I am encouraging people to get help. If you need help, go get it. There's nothing wrong with it. I have been, uh, upset like that at times in my life. And, um, I know I wasn't born to do that. I'm not judging anybody for doing that. I do feel bad for his children. I do feel bad for the loved ones that get left behind and with questions. Um, but, uh, you know, I just, I, I worked really, really hard to be the person I am today. And that was part of my narrative. You know, I thought about it. In high school, I thought about it all the time. Because I just couldn't, I was like, this can't be as good as it gets. It's got to get better than this. And um, it has significantly. So if you need help, please reach out and get it. I'm like I said, I'm not an expert on this. I can only go off of my own experiences and and just outgrowing those feelings and wanting to not um, experience that. You know, I didn't. I I have lived so much life since I felt that way, um, and a lot of it's been really great. You know, a lot of it's been really, really great. So I, I can't speak on that. And I, not in any detailed way where I would just go buy a gun and harm myself. So I, my best to his family and his kids. That That's the part that's upsetting to me. And I'm going to stop rambling about it. Um, you know, I was uh, encouraged or asked to watch that White Lotus because I did not like the first season of White Lotus at all. I'm going to blow my nose. <laughs> Sorry you're getting pure production value here um I didn't care for it it wasn't interesting but also when I uh somebody encouraged me to like my buddy Brooke was like look at the second season because I didn't like the first season either I said okay it's so much better because I know they filmed the first one during COVID so there were not nearly enough people it felt isolated and weird and there weren't nearly enough exterior shots and you know they did the best they could but there were not enough extras it felt isolated and covety uh so the feel of it is much better it's very beautifully filmed it's in a different location and um i have to say it is better 
but Mike White, you have to really like Mike White and the way he tells stories. Uh, my introduction to him, I think the movie was called Chuck and Buck or Buck and Chuck. It was so strange, and he was in it, and it was he was just a creeper, and I don't know, it left such a strong impression on me. Um, gosh, and that was probably 20 years ago now. But uh, the second season is interesting. It's picking up steam picking up steam for me and I think it's pretty well done I can almost binge it so that's good um don't get to watch a lot of tv I don't know why I'm so sleepy you guys I had the best night of sleep excuse me for the yawn and blowing my nose you're getting it raw (laughs) um but yeah I slept great I don't know that I've had a night of sleep that good in a long long time you know, sometimes my mom is up for hours and um, that disturbs my sleep. Uh, sometimes I'm having hot flashes, that disturbs my sleep. But last night I slept great. It was awesome. Really, really, really awesome to get that kind of rest. Um, so, yeah, I'm checking out White Lotus. Uh, spoiler alert. I had the nerve to read an article. This dude didn't even say spoiler alert. He just told me exactly how it is. So I don't, I'm not shocked uh, about the ending, but I will see it soon. Um, yeah, everything's going pretty, pretty good though. Um, I'm sorry, like I said about that Twitch guy, he had a lot of fans and obviously had uh, left a pretty big impression in Hollywood because there was a huge outpouring of messaging around him and all I can say is, uh, if you need help, please go get help. If you need help, please go get help. There's nothing wrong uh, with acknowledging that you need help. And it's super not healthy to walk around thinking about suicide. I actually have a friend um, who... Uh, what? I just saw something weird. I actually have a friend who um, has a daughter who is openly suicidal at like 16, which is scary. I've been praying for them. Like, that is just a scary thing, you know? She openly says, when I'm 18, I'm buying a gun so I can kill myself. Like, I don't know how to react to that. It's hard enough hearing it from your parent. Like, hearing it from your child would be devastating. So I don't want to come off like I'm cavalier about it. I'm not. I'm not. I take it very seriously. I thought about it when I was young, but thankfully I outgrew that. You know, I developed for me. I'm not speaking for other people. For me, I developed skills that would allow me to um, handle my stress and disappointment and frustration and everything much, much, much better. Much, much better. That's what I had to do. I don't, I'm not suggesting that's, it's going to be like that for everybody, but definitely get some help if you need it all right everybody please be well please be safe we're getting down to the end of the year we're in the middle of december that's insane so it's time to start talking about 2023 now what our goals are and what who we expect to be next year um i'm looking forward to a very good year this year was good it was solid i have been stretched further than i've ever been across a lot of different things caregiving literally kicked my ass um I don't I don't want to be a caregiver like this anymore (laughs) um 
it's just not my desire uh it's hard it's hard and i've i've i have been so open about it on this podcast because i want people to understand what it is and if you come across this podcast and that resonates with you then you need to figure out you know is it time to talk with my parents is it time to figure out what the plan is write things down just start figuring out what the strategy would be who will help you who would take over if your mom uh suddenly had to move in with you would do you have the means for her to go to a facility are you who's going to manage the facility because you still uh have to be on them to make sure that they're taking care of your loved ones so there's so many moving pieces it, and i have shared every bit of this journey because it's horrible and i don't want anybody to uh just go blindly into it i i just was living my life and like do 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 and uh, helping out has turned into a complete um you know takeover of a whole another grown ass person's life and half the time they don't want the help they don't know to want the help it's uh like i said it is it is tremendously difficult and challenging in a lot of ways and and that's if you had a decent relationship imagine if if you had a tough relationship and you had to take care of somebody oh i'm telling you this is something it's not nothing it's something so and i've had a great year with dementia care giving as the backdrop so i mean and i'm not bragging on myself i just had a good year things worked out um all my work projects uh really were i mean successful however you define success i had an epiphany yesterday that i don't that i am uh kind of hard on myself uh which i i could see that i could see that for and i'll give you how i tested that out i was driving in my car and i thought what if someone called me what if one of my friends called me with the exact same issues i'm looking at right now what would my response be and it was so loving and gentle and kind and supportive and like i know it's going to work out and i'm like you don't talk to yourself like that like this is all in my head right and i'm like you don't talk to yourself like that you get on yourself you're really hard on yourself and i thought that is so weird because i've always thought i was so sweet and kind to myself i've even said on this podcast like i'm very loving towards myself but my inner dialogue is kind of hard ass i'm very tough on myself so it's weird when i said i had a good year i mean i did have a good year but i'm probably understating some of the nuances of it because i mean i'm telling you that that this summer with that not sleeping i think my july august and september were some of the worst months and october were some of the worst months of my life and it's mainly because i was super busy i'm trying to live my life and dementia was just taking over you know my mom was up 24 to 48 hours at times and she was nasty and hostile and then so all these people are like suggesting all this help nobody's coming by to help by the way but everybody's suggesting I get all this help. And then um you know, I put her in the hospital and there no help. Like there's no help. I learned a very big lesson this year. I learned a very big lesson. The hospital is basically one giant ER. And if you're not falling under something that is an acute health crisis, broken arm, heart attack, stroke, 
then you on your own with dementia. You gotta go find your own care. You gotta pay for it. You can put your loved one on on Medicaid. They may or may not qualify. It is something, and y'all ain't ready. America's not ready. It's not ready. This is going to cripple the economy. And it always comes down to something crazy like, I, this is weird. I, somebody signed my tissues. That's weird. Okay. Anyway, it's going to cripple the economy. And if, if you can't afford, so if you're struggling uh, with your house now, and that whole 30, you're going to wait 30 years for all your wealth to come into your house. That's not going to happen. You're not going to build wealth generationally through real estate and pay for dementia. It's just not going to ha- It's This is this is bad. And somebody needs to be talking about it and figuring it out. All right. I'm getting off of here now. I have chatted longer than I thought I would. Please be well. Please be safe. Let's focus on having a great 2023. And I'm going to work on my inner dialogue because it's too harsh. I'm too hard on myself. I'm very loving and supportive to my friends. And now it's time to be my own best friend. Amen. Talk to you soon.